0: the Purpose Driven Entrepreneur Podcast. We're all about delivering great content, thoughtful discussions, and tips and tricks to help you truly get the most out of your life and business. And here's your charismatic host, me, Matt Browning. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time it is that you're listening to this, watching it. Glad to have you back. Hey, I'm Matt Browning, host of the podcast, of course, and I'm excited about this week. I always say I'm excited, but the truth is this week is actually quite exciting because it's just going to be me uh, today for the second uh, dosage of the Purpose Driven Entrepreneur. Uh, I'm going to be talking today all about the topic of procrastination. We're going to cover things like, well, the three myths or even more than myths, the three secrets that allow us to keep procrastinating and not get accomplished the things we want to get accomplished and how to get over it. So this is not going to be a crazy in-depth teaching that, I mean, it would probably go on for three days, but I'm going to try to keep this in a fairly concise drive timeable uh, consumption. So so I want to say first off, um, it's been a great week. Um, if you heard the podcast on Monday, I was so tired, not even funny, man, I, I came off with so much live training, so much travel, speaking, um, it's, I always say, uh, I'm not complaining, please don't misunderstand me, I'm not complaining, it is a blessing to have uh, that much work to be done, and people who honestly want to hear me say something, uh, I, I never cease to be amazed by it. With that said, it can also get pretty tiring when it all gets compacted into, you know, just a handful of days. So it's been a few days and, uh, and I'm starting to feel pretty good, really recovered, got some more sleep. And as I record this podcast it is Thursday, May 17th, it's a special day today is Lola and I, our anniversary or Lola and my, I suppose that would be the proper English, right mom? Yeah. Lola and my anniversary. We've been married eight years together, nine and a half. And, uh, so I'm going to really try to get in and out of this podcast so I can get back home and and spend some more time with her. Um, yeah, it's what a cool thing. What a cool thing. Eight years, uh, seven year old son, you do the math. Um, it's, it's amazing. So I just want to say Lola, I love you so much. Um, I know you don't listen and watch every podcast episode, but if you happen to hear this, I love you. Uh, so grateful for you. And, um, I can't wait for the next eight and and eighty years for that matter. So without any further ado, let's get into the topic of the week, which is procrastination. So three things to watch for that I believe cause procrastination, and then we're gonna talk about some remedies to tweak those around. So number one, do 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 are you ready? Are you ready? By the way, if you're watching this on YouTube, if you're watching this on Facebook videos, please, if this resonates, share the video so more people can uh, overcome procrastination as well. It's lonely at the top of the mountain. You don't wanna be the only person on top of the mountain, motivated, crushing it in life, going to get some all by yourself, right? You want some friends up there, so help them get over procrastination too. Share my three secrets. Ready, number one, fear. (laughs) Right, I know, fear, it's like overly simplistic. I guess, but let's talk about it specifically. So, this to give a big shout out, big shout out to a friend of mine. I know you're listening to this, Mrs. Kara Newen. We spent some time uh, with our friend Stephen Kara last night, and randomly over conversation, we started talking about these different things that we fall into. And I said, my you know, procrastination, and we had this great conversation. And out of that, I, I said, wait a second, I think this might be a book. And then as we started talking about it, I said, no, it's not a book, but it's definitely a full podcast episode. And so I said, "Care, I said I would give you credit. So shout out, I'm giving you credit. Boom. Right there. All right. So number one, we came up with was fear. So what are the fears? Well, it, think about, so what's procrastination? Number one, procrastination is not something. It's actually the lack of something. So procrastination is a state we get into when we lack doing something, accomplishing something, right? Um, it's what we call an NLP and not behavior. So, Right, because procrastination isn't something you can actually do it's the absence of doing what you're supposed to do. so the first thing is let's put that in the right frame so it makes sense to you um, so the question is what kind of fear happens? Well, to me, the procrastination piece is it's fear around you might be uncomfortable or uncertain um fear of confrontation, so maybe I need to I have a task in mind or a goal in mind, and my my first fear is I might have a fear of I have to go talk to someone about it. Maybe I have to go ask somebody about it um, you know, and, and they might reject me, you know? Well, why are you procrastinating to get a new job? Well, I, I need to get a new job, let's say, but, but maybe I have fear of what if I go in for the interviews and no one hires me? So, uh, you know, I'm, I fear that I'm going to be rejected. Um, I have this, this fear inside of feeling just plain uncomfortable. Um, for me personally, one of the things that makes me most uncomfortable that I, I've walked through and have been growing in is head-on conflict right? Direct, you know, face-to-face, Hey, here's an issue. Let's talk about it. Um, as a leader, I always have to be growing in that. Cause that's the thing ever since I was a kid, I always wanted to run away from now other people. You might have no problem with conflict, but maybe it's, uh, maybe having a sensitivity or something where you don't need to be as, as direct every time, or maybe it's a whole other thing for you. But for me, it was that. So when I think about my experience, whenever i find myself procrastinating and putting things off, um, a lot of times it's the fear of, of doing something uncomfortable, okay? Another potential fear could be the fear of failure. So once I finally commit and do this thing I'm talking about doing, what if it doesn't work? What if it's not as good as I think it is? Um, man, I was terrified about five minutes ago. You know, you know what? Do you want to know what it was? I was terrified five minutes ago because I was sitting in the office. I came in just for a couple hours today to get a few pieces done. I had two things to do. I wanted to record this podcast and... Finish the final manuscript edits for my new book. <laughs> wow. I didn't realize how, how, how terrified I was. And I put off for, I guess, not that long, for two days. Um, basically, before it goes to the publisher to get edited, proofread, layout, cover design, and, and off to the races. And in a couple of months, it's going to be out for the public there was this thing of like, well, I wanted to go back through and rewrite a few pieces and change something around and really wanted to get like my, the final essence of what I wanted to accomplish in the book. So I knew I had a handful of rewrites that I wanted to do to it. I was down to my last one. It was basically the final paragraph of the final chapter in the book, right? The last paragraph that says, well, now that you learned all this, go out there and get some. And I found myself feeling scared. I put it off for a little while. Okay, I, I, you know, I said, I'm busy, I'm busy, I'm gonna get to that, right? I'm a little too busy, what are you gonna do? I mean, I, I got things to do, I got dishes to do. You know, I gotta put my son to bed. Um, I gotta check Facebook, you know? I gotta go buy a new shirt, got my Captain America shirt, go Infinity War, all right? I, I had stuff to do. But the truth is, I was scared that once I finally finished this last task, it's out of my hands, right? It's gone. And from this point forward, it's up to the editors. And and ultimately, like, I can't take it back again. I don't wanna be that author who says, wait, you've done all this work, let me get it back and change it again. It's like, well, that's not very fair, right? That's not fair at all. Um, in fact, I'm probably gonna put on these, let me make sure this is coming through okay. All right, I think it is. Um, I, just, I just put on my headset, uh, I realized I'm looking at the little sound bar going off. I'm probably going a little bit, a little bit loud. So anyway, um, I was scared that it was going to be, that it was going to be out of my hands and done. And what if it's not good enough? Like at this point I've done my very best and now it's up to the professionals that I've, I've, I've partnered with, right. To help me to finalize this book. And then I thought, Oh, what if I get it out to everyone and everyone looks at it and goes, ah, eh, it's okay. Or mm, I don't really like it. Or worse, they say, "Oh, that last paragraph, meh, <laughs> meh." Like I don't mind if someone hates me, but what if someone says you're meh? That's terrible. So, so the number one thing to watch for if you find yourself procrastinating is: is there some fear, some concern, um, trepidation, whatever you want to call it, uh, anxiety? But for me, it's fear. Is there fear around? Is it you're going to be uncomfortable? Fear that I might be rejected. Fear that I might fail. Fear that I might look silly. Um, fear that it, it, it's unknown, and ultimately, it's just I don't know what it's going to be like, and I'm scared. Maybe it's fear of change. So kick it around and say, is there some fear around this? Now, if there is, you know, walk through it, start resolving it. Um, if you know me, you know what we we teach NLP, neuro linguistic programming. We have workshops and home studies and and all sorts of uh, programs and products that are all about this kind of work. So when you find yourself in a deep fear um, or lacking motivation or, or in a negative pattern or habit, neuro-linguistic programming is probably one of the best methods to start shifting and changing that at the practical level, right? The mental, emotional level. Um, so we actually, like we have a, a workshop coming up uh, in July called Accelerate. Uh, July 12th, 13th, 14th in Orange County, California. Um, Hopefully you're going to be there. If you're not, you know, go check it out. The website's Uh, nlpaccelerate.com. You know what? I'll put a link in the show notes. Uh, NLP Accelerate, E-X-C. It's kind of a fun, you know, like excelling, not accelerating, but like to excel in something. So it's kind of a play on words. Anyways, the point is. At Accelerate, we deal with like re-imprinting the negative habits and patterns around fear and things like that. Um, So whether it's with me or, you know, find some other NLP spot, like that's great. Of course, I I love the way we do it. So that's fear. Number two, vision. The second key, the second problem why procrastination exists and happens is lack of vision. So sometimes you'll find yourself or I find myself sitting around and having um, tasks to do maybe small tasks or menial, I would call them tasks. You know, I'm cleaning up the house. I'm doing, uh, I gotta do dishes. I need to um, cut checks, you know, for for bills. I need to clean up something. Um, man, I, I put off putting new brake lights in my car. You know, I know it's terrible, but I ha- I finally got them. Um, I had the, the third light, the top one, and then also one side one went out, like one after the other. So I ordered the one special. I got the other one from the AutoZone or whatever. And it sat there on the counter for a good few weeks and i was like oh, i gotta get to that i gotta get to that but truth is it was only a five minute job i but I, in my head i made it bigger than it was and the reason i made it bigger than it was because i had no vision for it so in my mind i was like oh i gotta i'm gonna look up youtube and i gotta like sit down and like you know figure out a walk do the walkthrough, and figure out how to do it and it might be these different you know maybe more complex every car's different and by the time i finally did it it took me under five minutes for both lights i walked out it was two screws and then two screws and it was it was done but when you lack vision, it's really easy to put something off when I have no vision for some, for the future, whether it's big, like an inspired vision, or even if it's just, if it's just vision of clarity, right? So it can be inspired vision or simply clarity. But when I lack vision and clarity, it's really hard to prioritize doing something that you're not sure how it's going to get done, what it's going to look like. Um, the other big piece of vision is your why. Right. A lot of times when, when I talk about inspired vision, it's really the question of, um, you know, what's my vision for doing this? Why am I actually doing it? You know, is it a spiritual vision of like God's asked me to do this? Or is it a, a, a vision about what's going to happen to my marriage? Or is it a vision about success and finance? Because, hey, I got a vision. We're going to do this new event, excuse me, or, you know, um, uh, I was just thinking like with the book coming out, one of the big pieces of vision, what's also allowed me to, because I have done a lot of work on it in a very short period of time. And, and certainly like I, I procrastinated for a day, right, to finish the last paragraph. But all in all, I think um, Anna, who's, who's leading the project and, and Josh from Unprecedented Press, shout out to you, Josh, um, who's, who's doing all of the publishing, editing and, and everything. Um, I think they could all attest that we've been really moving pretty fast and there's not a lot of procrastination involved. So why does it happen? There's been a pretty clear vision. I look at this book and think, okay, this book is going to be the first new book in over 10 years. Um, it's going to be my key into doing some TV appearance, doing radio appearances. Um, I, I'm, I'm going to be getting it out and, and doing some contests. I'm going to be pushing for a bestseller campaign, um, looking for big name endorsements. Like I'm doing a lot of like, so there's, there's very clear vision of what I'm going to do with it what the results are gonna be, and am I going to achieve every goal? Probably not. But I'm clear on what I want to achieve with it. Does that make sense? So your vision must be a strong why, and if you lack vision, you may find yourself, the fruit of no vision is oftentimes procrastination, okay? So that's key number two to watch for. And again, just think of it like this. If you wake up and you notice that, oh my gosh, I've been putting off a task. Number one, check, is there any fear around this? Right, number two, check, do I have a vision for what this task is, what it means, what it's gonna create? And even almost most importantly, once I finish the task, what will life look like then? Have you ever wanted to like, you wanted to, you're, you're gonna move or um, change something significant? Well, you'll, you might very well put off the research or the tasks or what you need to do in order to make that change, because we're lacking vision of what life looks like after the change right? Um, Have you ever known someone who stayed in in a really negative relationship far too long? Both people knew that it was done and they should have moved on. They should have broken up or or whatever it was. And rather than having that, confronting it and saying, let's make this change, they would, what I would say, they're procrastinating and they stay in this relationship for an extra year and do nothing but damage and hurt each other because there's no point in it, right? They know they're done. But the lack of vision of what life looks like single, or what life looks like after the relationship, is so scary or so unknown, right? It's not there. The instead of instead of facing it, it's the fear and the lack of vision. So they finally just, you know what? It's easier just to bury my head in the sand. Or it's easier just to stay the course and keep doing what I'm doing. All right, and we're actually going to come to come to an end pretty quickly. A few more minutes because I want to give you key number three for procrastination. Are you ready? Drum roll, please this is me being a little silly with myself right drum roll please okay and the third key for procrastination is lack of how so the how is lack of process right so again you could have a clear vision you could not have any fear but what if you lack how do i actually get this accomplished i don't know how to initiate this task what are the steps is there a procedure is there a process for this? Um, so again, think about you know, like, let's just say it was back to the book. Cause that's obviously top of mind for me. If I'm putting off my book, what if I just don't know where to start or I know where to start? Maybe I'll record some things or write some things, but then it's just been sitting in my laptop because right. Like maybe I, I don't know if I didn't have unprecedented press as the publisher, I wouldn't know what to do. So right? Like I wouldn't know how do I exactly go about editing and where do I find the person? And what about the proofreading? how do I do a layout? How do I do cover design? I'm not a good creator. So, right. That's not me. So I'm looking at these things going, I don't know what to do. I don't have these steps and sequences, right? What if you don't know how to get an ISBN, right? The, the uh, booksellers number. Um, if I don't know those things, I certainly am going to put off doing them, but you might not realize that there's an extra step involved. So the extra step, the first step is the task itself. But the second step that you might not have realized is that now you have a second step of researching the how for the task you're about to do, right? Um, So if I want to go work out and, and, and be healthier, you might think you have one task. Hey, I should go to the gym, but you might actually have two. You might have go to the gym. But before that, I need to accomplish the task of researching what exercises to do or making up a workout plan, right? Or finding a buddy to work out with or clearing my schedule and and getting clear on my work and family and home life schedule so that I can carve out time and schedule for the gym. So the other part in process and how is I like to think, do you have it scheduled? Can you have it scheduled? If you can't, schedule, right? If literally I look at the task and go, I don't know exactly what I'm gonna do when I do it. And I don't know exactly when I can do it. Of course, you're gonna find yourself procrastinating, right? Of course you are, because there's no other choice. What else can you do, but put off a thing that you don't know how to start, (laughs) right? Um, What else can you do, but put off what you don't know how to start? Discover the process, the steps, and the schedulability. A little test you can give for yourself is this. If I believe I'm ready to go on a task and I no longer need to procrastinate, one of the things you can do to check on that is check in your mind and ask, can I get an internal representation? What we call an NLP and IR, an internal representation, basically the picture and sound, um, like a scene in your mind, like a scene in the movie. Can I get a scene in my mind of me actually doing this task? If there's any missing bits, right? Any missing bits of what I would be doing, what it would look like, maybe you know how to start it, but then you get to a certain point in the task or outcome or goal and you think, oh, I don't know exactly how I'm gonna get over that bridge, but then I know how I'll finish. So maybe you know how to start, how to finish, but you don't know how to, how to go in the middle. So if that's what you find yourself doing, you have to get clear on what the process is. And if you don't know the process, you've added a task. The task is research, learn ask whatever it is and discover um, discover how to do that process itself okay so once you've done the task of discovering or learning how to do it the second task should be schedulable simple and easy which is doing the task itself if you have knocked out fear if you have gotten clear on vision you know exactly why you're doing it and you have a clear outcome of what it'll look like after it's completed and thirdly if you already know the process the steps the procedure you should have a task or an outcome that is, even if it's multiple chunks for one outcome, multiple tasks, all add to one thing, one goal, whatever it is, you should be able to then schedule it, get it done, and because there's no fear coming up and no lack of vision coming up, when the schedule comes time, next Thursday, 2 p.m., guess what you're gonna do? You show up and you just do your task next Thursday, 2 p.m. So I do encourage you, um, schedule tasks in your calendar. Right? I use my calendar for everything. If I showed you my iCal, it would be scary to some people. I have everything in there, and I keep adding more to it. I put, I'm put i going to do the Facebook Live, or I'm going to record the podcast. I'm going to these two hours to work on the book. Um, this big chunk of time to, to sit and just spend time with Lola. I'll, I'll carve out time just to sit and, and pray and read the Word and, and talk about church life. And then I'll I'll, I'll put meeting time in, in the office calendar. And then, obviously, like actual appointments like... Um, Podcast interviews that I'm on someone else's or they're going to be on mine, um, calls, coaching clients, jumpstart sessions, private days with clients, that kind of thing. Most people use their calendars only for scheduling. I encourage you to use your calendar to schedule everything that's important. So a lot of times we'll schedule like a coffee with someone, which certainly is important, but... In comparison, it might just be, oh, yeah, I want to catch up with someone I haven't seen in a while. Was that more important than like this massive, huge outcome in your life or in your business right now that has to be done this week? But instead of scheduling three hours to sit and write, we'll schedule an hour and a half to go meet someone just to see what's up. So consider that I'll end you with this. I'll end it with this. I'm not going to end you. That would be terrible, right? Yeah, that sounds like something Thanos would say. I will end you. No, I'm not going to do that. But I will end the podcast for you with this. If it's important enough, it should make it onto your schedule. The more important a task or a person is in your life, the more they should show up on your calendar. How's that for a little bit of uh grisly fat to chew on for today? What do you think? The more important someone or a project is, the more it should show up on your calendar. And the sooner it should show up on your calendar. That's what I want you to think about this week. I hope you're having an awesome week. Enjoy your weekend. Get out there and crush it. As always, um, make—no, not make. What's the? I just came up with this at the last weekend or the last week seminar, and it was awesome. Ah, take the shot. I told a story about Michael Jordan. Maybe I'll tell you in a future podcast episode. But I uh, told a story about Michael Jordan, and I ended the seminar with, "What are you waiting for? Take the shot. What do you have to lose? Take the shot." So that might be one of my new sign-offs. Let me know what you think. Find me on social media, at Matt Browning. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I'm all over the place. Um, Also, of course, this uh, podcast, if you haven't already... I know I ask every time, but I'm going to keep asking every time because there's always new listeners. And if you're a brand new listener to the show, welcome. Every week, I try to pull out some nuggets to teach you something. Um, Oftentimes, I'm going to bring on an expert to pick their brain a little bit, find out their origin story, what makes them tick. We're going to um, discover some NLP. And next week, we have a special treat. We have a returning guest, the illustrious Mike Bagala. We'll be on the podcast And we are gonna sit down as two NLP trainers and we're gonna start doing uh, a really fun thing actually uh, coming up uh, starting June and beyond. We're gonna start breaking down NLP techniques, uh, perceptions, uh, thoughts, beliefs, and just different little things. So if you have never heard about NLP, you'll love it. We'll break it down for you. If you're an NLP nerd, you've been there, done that, you're a trainer, a coach, a practitioner, uh, whatever it is, if you're in that space, Uh, If you've read some books on it, I think you'll really appreciate it. We're going to grab like one technique at a time or one presupposition or just one language pattern or something. And we're just going to sit around the table and just kind of shoot the breeze about it and talk about it and discuss different ideas and origins of it. And and we're going to what if it, which is, you know, talking about what else we could do with it and what if it was done differently and just, you know, really have some fun with it. So let me know your thoughts. I really, if you would, just let me know your thoughts. Leave a, a rating and review for the podcast on, on iTunes or on Podbean. It would be awesome. And what else do I have for you? I think that's it. I think that's it. I will see you uh, Monday for Mondays with Matt. Have an awesome, awesome week. See you.